All right, welcome to another episode of Pick Johnny's Brain. Uh, this is where climbers send in your questions, your music marketing questions, your digital marketing questions, your social media questions, artist development questions, production questions, even songwriting and publishing questions, anything to do with the music business. Send it to info at daredevilproduction.com and put pick Johnny's brain into the subject line, and then we will put it in the right folder and get back to you with the appropriate answer. Once again, it's info at daredevilproduction.com with pick Johnny's brain in the subject line. And if you have not already downloaded the free informational PDF, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans and How to Fix It, then please do so. Just go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com, and tell me where to send it. It's yours free. And one final thing, we are available for consultation. If you, you know, a lot of times you get this advice, and of course we have to be broad reaching on it. But every, I can promise you, every single artist we work with, there's, it's never the same blueprint. So if you want to you know, get together, have a conversation about uh, what your assets are and, and what parts you can work on and how you should work, we're more than happy to do that. Same email address. It's info at daredevilproduction.com. Just put consultation in the subject line and we'll go from there. So today's, got a couple questions here. One is, uh, this is from Timothy Passerel, and he says, uh, Hey, Johnny, I love the podcast and great content that you share. Thank you, Timothy. I'm a drummer and a new songwriter. I just signed up recently for your free download and, and uh, got an email prompting me about these questions. So whether here's the question, whether in the song creation process, when you're working with others or even sending off partially finished songs to have someone review it or just modify an instrument track, on Fiverr, is it legit to have concern that your main idea, song, melody, etc., could get ripped off and show up somewhere else later? My guitarist friend is a bit paranoid, but I doubt we have much to worry about. On the same lines, when you talk about hooking up with folks and your community to co-write, how do you figure out who owns the songs if you have brainstormed on and either partially or fully written, but are not currently recording, especially if you go separate ways down the road? Thanks in advance and keep up the great work. So, Tim, I'm going to ask the la answer the last question first. Nashville, by far, has the most diplomatic, low-stress way of handling the writing credits. It's not so much about the recording. Anybody can record it. Uh, you know, how many times have you heard a great song recorded by different artists in different genres? So it's about the song. It's about the lyric and the melody and, uh, and the chord changes. And... In Nashville, it's just very simple. If you've got three people in a writing room, it's a three-way split, even, Stephen. Even if two people do all the heavy lifting and one person doesn't, they still get a split of it. And that's just what is – it's ingrained in the culture of how we work here. So, I mean, obviously, if you're just to somehow find your way into a really good room and that room's going to create a song that makes money and you're consistently not showing up to work – uh, you're not going to get in the rooms very much longer, but it, it's just a three-way split. In L.A., totally different, and people are going back and forth over who had a more important role, and it's really, really um, kind of a pain in the arse. So 
people do it lots of ways. I think the best way is like, man, if you're, you know, if your energy is in the room on the creation process and the writing process, then it's, it's split equally amongst the people. If you have like a half a song done and then it sits on the shelf for a year and then you, you pick it back up again and you finish it with somebody else, then if it was a, a two-way split in the first time and then it gets finished and there's a third person, it's a three-way split. I think that's the easiest way to do that. And uh, recording or no recording, you'll have some kind of a work tape from that where you're just singing into your microphone and making that happen. As far as being concerned about whether or not, you know, a good idea is going to be, uh, is going to get ripped off and, you know, pushed down the line. I mean, I, the obvious answer to that is the more you're letting people hear the idea, the more you open up yourself for that situation. Um, I, you know, whether or not they would want to do that or whether or not if they did do it, they would have some sort of better vehicle to get that piece of intellectual property monetized better than you is, you know, that's probably a slim chance. So uh, I, I don't know that I work on it. You know, I'd be too worried about that, but I think you're also talking about uh, recording because it, 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 I'm, I'm relatively certain you're not sending stuff to Fiverr for song creation. I mean, if that is, you got to split the writing with the, with whoever that person is on the other end of the line on Fiverr. And for those of you, if you're not familiar, Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. It's like, you can get like everything for five bucks. It's like, I mean, anything from computer coding to, to song recordings and all kinds of crazy stuff. But if, if the song is already written and you're sending it around to create arrangements, that's a different story. Arrangements are different than the song. You know, if somebody comes in and you can put four different kinds of bass lines on the same song and the same chord changes, it doesn't change the song. It just changes the feel of it. But it's the same song. It's the lyric and the melody that makes sense. So I, I don't know what to tell you if you have like partially finished songs that you're spending money on to. I don't know why you would do that to, to send, you know, get, get somebody to drop a guitar track on a song that's not finished yet seems to be a waste to me like how how would you expect that person to put a, a legit track down if they don't even know like where the holes in the vocal are going to be and 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 how that's going to work but if the song is done if the song is completed then technically you are hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. The, the owner of it, the second that it's completed, not you own it. And, and, you know, when you sing that into your, into your iPhone, that becomes, the, that's got a date on it. You want to save those files, upload them to the cloud. And if anybody were to steal it, you could prove that you owned it before then. But the protection uh, for that copyright is that's, th- that's what you get from the government. And uh, we did have an episode on this where Brent talked about this, but think about the publishing companies, the big, big ones, the major label publishing companies, how many songs every single month that they get from their staff writers, they don't send out for copyright protections on all those songs. In fact, they don't, they just sit there until the song is going to get cut. And once the song is going to get cut, then they pay for the copyright because otherwise it would cost a fortune to do that. So I think that's a real smart way of approaching that. I hope that helps you out, Tim. Thank you so much. Next, we have Ben Nicholas. He wants to release his music in acoustic ballads and an alternative rock genre. And how should he go about choosing the most suitable artist name for the ones I previously have listed and for it to suit my image, genre, and what I say in my lyrics? Also, what's the best way of approaching thinking of more artist names? Or am I just supposed to jot names down as I think of them, if I think they might be suitable? And also, any further details, he says, related to the topic of singer-songwriter releasing uh, as a product and managing physical merch, business, and digital, so, digitally social media as they first establish themselves? That's a lot of questions. So, Ben, I mean, names are so subjective to the artist, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the music and the vibe and the movement that makes the name cool. Otherwise it's just not cool. You know, I mean, think about Van Halen. That's just Eddie Van Halen's last name, but that's, you ask me, that's one of the coolest rock bands on the face of the planet. As far as the, the, the image, you definitely, you know, you want it to kind of suit the image, but I think, it's malleable to a degree, right? If you think about the band Boston, that's a name of a city and because they're from Boston. You know, they had cool album covers, great records. And so everybody in the rock world thinks fondly of Boston. And it's, you know, that's about as bland as you could get on the name. It's just kind of what they did with it. So I think it has much more to do with what you do with it. But I would, you know, advise like settling on one, and putting it out there, unless you're doing like acoustic ballads under one brand name and alternative rock songs under another brand name. I mean, I'm not really sure what's going on there, so I'm not sure how to answer that. But anyway, I hope that uh, that that helped a, a little bit there. And, I, you know, I think your, your second question was kind of like, what? how do you best ways to think about more artist names and just kind of jot them down as you think about them? I think when you start to think about the fact that you need an artist name, it, it 
it plants like a little seed in your subconscious and your antenna go up. And your job at that point is to honor the muse and to make sure that as soon as something pops into your head, you drop everything and write it down, put it in your phone, put it somewhere uh, where it's going to be organized and you can find it. But if you don't do it, you're going to forget about it later. And so to, to me, that's like songwriting too, like for a hook. If you don't honor the muse, when the muse shows up, here you go. Here's a little, here's a little love from the muse. And, and in the name of a, a possible artist name, if you ignore that, that's at your own peril, you know? So just make sure you're being diligent about writing that down and you're keeping something by your bed at night and uh, that kind of stuff. So there you go there. Hope that helps. All right, guys. So that brings us to the end of another Pick Johnny's Brain episode. Once again, we need your questions. Send them in to info at daredevilproduction.com. Put Pick Johnny's Brain in the subject line, and we'll get into the right folder, and we'll answer them on the air. This is our way of just making sure that that we're answering the conversations that are going on inside your head, that we're really trying to stay relevant to what you're doing. Download the free PDF, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans, and how to fix that at... Uh, giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com. And we're available for consultation if you need that. There's a lot going on. A lot of things have changed, constantly pivoting, and you want to stay on top of that. So, you know, a lot of times artists can understand conceptually what to do, but then how to kind of put that into action in a very real way that's, that is pertinent to their specific situation it requires a little extra help there, so let us know. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Social, social, social media, social media, social media. Challenge, 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 challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.